Hello, everyone, and thank you for choosing Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. If you live in the Great Lakes area, please join the Discord. If you are in Michigan, specifically the Southwest Michigan area, join the Facebook group at Heathens, Wiccans, and Pagans of Southwest Michigan. If you live in Wisconsin, join Beard's Facebook group, Wisconsin Pagan Resources. And if you'd like to check out either of us on various social media platforms, all of the links for everything is down below in the description. Thank you for choosing Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Boom, we're live. What's up? Welcome everyone All right. to Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. I'm hosting because I just caught Beard off guard with the start of the recording because we were, yep. I mean, honestly, we wasted a whole bunch of good content. It's very unfortunate. We it was did. Good conversation. We, we were currently was... talking about beards and what we want to do with our beards. Um, I'm only allowed, I'm I'm probably already at the extent of what's allowed at my job, but I would like to go for a little bit longer because Beard and I were just talking about this. We want to be able to braid our beard and have a few beads at the bottom. I I really just want to do like the one or two at the very bottom to cap it with one braid right down the middle. Not the whole thing, just like one down the middle. But uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to do some sort of beard exemption for work. And I really didn't want to be that guy. I, I I'm in that same but I might that same mindset. Like I don't I don't want to be that guy who like does the religious exemption crap. Well, but... it's because we're in such we're such a gray area. Right? Well, okay, it's not even necessarily gray area. There is no like you had to have a beard per se, right? right? And there are like a story or two where they have some references to where they're essentially mocking people for being beardless. But it's it's one of the ones where it's like it's kind of in this area where it's like, yeah, they mock the dude for being beardless, but it, it's also, you know, it was over a thousand years ago. Is it a time where like you just pick a characteristic and pick on somebody for it? Right. I mean, as someone who grew up as the fat kid you know how many of the jokes were just simply fat kid, right? With no actual, like, anything behind it. It's just you're fat, so there you are. It's like, oh, you're the, you're the beardless guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did the did the one kid with, with red hair in the village get picked on for being a ginger beard? You know? Is, is it one of them things? We don't really know. But what I do know is I love what Sikhs have going for them, right? Now, a lot of people, yes, Middle Eastern folk and some Muslims wear a turban. But when we think of the stereotype turban, right, the stereotype, you're probably thinking of a a Sikh, right? Because they're the ones who always wear their turbans in public. And on top of that, they would always carry with them is it a, a small dagger, or was it a short sword? I think it was a dagger. And a, it used to be a small bracer, or a buckler, shield, but now it's a ring, if I remember correctly. I think it used to be a bracer, so they could use it as a guard. And now it's just a small ring. Like, because, you know, not as many people sword fighting and shit. Um... I love that. And we do have a concept of Drengar, which is kind of like a warrior protector, 
and I know I have this beard exemption already that I got, and they're trying to make correlations between it, very similar things, like how you can tell who a sick person is or a Sikh person is because of the turban and the gold or in the silver bracelet, the knife and all that. All this, like they have indicators, like boom, he's Sikh. Like if and, and they do all that for like if you need help, come to me. I will protect you. Come to me. Like that's why they do that. Uh, also, bonus fact: if you're ever in any sort of trouble and you see someone with like a turban, turban and silver ring or silver bracelet on, that motherfucker will help you. Period. It is in their religion. They're helpful. They got a bad rap in this country, but six Sikhs are fucking helpful. They're great people. Uh, anyways, um. So they're trying to make somewhat correlation with that with like our beards in this beard waiver being somewhat mm-hmm. similar to you know identifying Drengar. I'm not entirely See, opposed with that though. Like it's not I'm historical, not a, but I'm with it. Right. I'm not opposed to it. Now you you specifically just use the word Drengar. Now that is a word that I have heard thrown around in two distinctly different ways. I have heard it most commonly used as a term just to refer to as a brave warrior. When I looked into the definition of the word, it means like young, brave little one or young, reckless little one or something like that is what it translated into. And when I found that out, it found that it was used commonly by parents towards their children. So I thought it was interesting that it has similar meanings. This is one translation points it towards children specifically, and then the other one points it towards warriors. Now you say and that. I, and a drenger in its original most literal meaning, the rock that stands alone out at sea. From this image of a rock fortress standing alone against the buffeting waves stands the meaning of Drangar for human beings in Old Norse. A person with reckless courage in the face of whatever comes along. Now that's according to WonderiumDaily.com. Here's another one. Um, Now this is people also asked under Google. This is people also ask, what does Drenger of Ragnarok mean? The response is, Viking, the Drengar was an early concept for the warrior class of Vikings, though now replaced by a different class system. It was first revealed in 2014. Something update. The term Drengar means warrior in Old Norse. Hmm. Although the more modern interpretation is lad. Which I could see maybe that's where the reference of it being from a parent to a child. Yep. Here's another one like from, in... from Wikipedia. A valiant, gallant, chivalrous man. Lad, youth, a boy. One who... Yeah, you read this already. Hold up. <laughs> that's the one you read. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, hold that, up. That's, that's, that's the one. Yeah, that, that sounds like the definition that I've heard. Yeah, so uh, here's one last one from wordsense.eu. Drenger from Proto-Germanic Drengirjaz, 
Staff, stake, man, servant. Cognate with Old English, dreng, warrior, soldier. It's a noun, masculine, genitive, dringjar, plural, drengir, dringer. Centuries uh, where dringer occurs. I'll only read one or two of these. Dringer. Oh no, this is doing like straight from the stories. Hold up. Give it a definition. Okay, well, I figured that one would give us an actual definition on it. All right, well, whatever. Because I know, I don't, I don't remember what saga it is specifically, or if it, or I could be mistaken if it's maybe multiple times, or or maybe it's just once. But there is a moment where there's a like a father talking to his son, and he calls his son, "You, you are my dringer." Or something like that, or it brings up, or, or just the way that it's referenced, he's talking to his child. And then, even though it's not a example from history or saga or anything, it was used in, um, I know for a fact, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, when you play the intro of the game, uh, literally the game opens with you as a little kid, and your father runs up to you and calls you a dranger, and that you're his dranger. Let's not put too much credence on video games I, here. But I, that, I mean, that's a video game. It's but that's when I heard because it was the first time I had heard it used towards a kid. Because I'd heard heard the you know word used plenty of times, and that's what prompted me. I was like, I've never heard it used towards a child before. And that's when I looked into the actual definition, and I found the one that was specifically towards. And then it, the definition I had referenced a saga where it was mentioned where it was a father talking to his son. Now, how old was the son in the saga? And there's, there's that brings it more gray area too, because like, are, are we talking like the son like next year's and you're gonna go into battle with me type thing? It's like, well, yeah, he's a kid at that point, but you're getting ready to become a fucking man if you know what I'm saying. Like, right. I guess I'd have to have more context to the story and all that. Um, yeah, I'll simply I mean, bring it up. I don't like remember. I, said, that. I see. I have to go. Especially amongst the brosatru and the people that are looking to go to Brohala. Uh, they they really latch on to the warrior, yeah. right? Uh, which is weird because I I've seen it more in like a a warrior, yes, but protectorive type sense. But I've also seen it a lot more in common or modern use than than anything else. Honestly, see a decent amount of people that like to put that in their name. Yeah. Uh, I'm specifically thinking of our one friend who helps us out with this podcast, Lake Near Drangar, which is combining yeah. two different terms. Which do you want to just? I know we were planning on talking about Terra, but do you just want to touch on some terms real quick? Sure, we can do that. Oh, well, do we want to start with the stanza before we get too far? All right, but only forget Ron Lake Near. Starting off with the stanza, because uh, Beard keeps us on track. I'm trying. The study have them all. Three translations, Carrie Fisher, focused, human immunity, Hugin immunity, focused. Watch her video on it. Translated poet, I got a Liam Hollander. Do recommend. Do recommend. Go ahead and start us off there, bud. All right, I'm pretty sure we're on the number 17, if I remember correctly. Uh, the fool, but gapes when to folks he comes. He mumbles and mopes. Soon is seen when his swill he had what the mind of the man is like. 
I know some people appreciate the poeticness. I don't. <laughs> a fool will gape. This is Bray. A fool will gape when he goes to a friend. And mumble only, or mope. But pass him the ale cup, and all in a moment the mind of that man is shown. So this one kind of sounds like uh, the dude will come and whine and mumble and mope to you, but uh, get him a little drunk and you'll be able to, he'll open up and tell you what he's really thinking. Thorpe, a fool gapes when to a house he comes, to himself mutter or is silent. But all at once, if he gets drink, then the man's mind's displayed. Now that gives a little slight different interpretation, that one. That the, the other ones kind of make it seem like the dude's just coming over all, like, in a bad mood and blah, blah, blah. This one's like, nah, the man just, he won't say much if you don't offer anything to a guest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll read the last one here. That was Thorpe. This is Bellows. The fool is agape when he comes to the feast. He stammers or else is still. But soon, if he gets drink... It is seen what the mind of the man is like. This one, all right, that one right there, I feel like that, like, in the order we read them, they slowly went from, like, how I just explained to this one. It's very much so like, nah, man, if you invite someone to a party and make no effort to <laughs> make him feel welcome, he's going to sit there in silence because he doesn't feel welcomed. Right. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of again. I, I'm, th that's how the end interpretation feels out, out of all four of these. Right. I mean, mine from from the Liam Hollander one. I, I the way it reads, you kind of have to read the previous stanza about the drinking. I feel like and kind of put them together. I mean, most of bit. these build a a narrative in, in a small right. amounts. Usually, it's I, a couple, like two, three, four, five of them together. Right, because like, with the way mine flows, it's like, okay, so he's going to be kind of mopey, complaining, and then you get him drunk, and then he'll open up. But, you know, in the previous stanza, it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't drink too much. <laughs> well, that was like the last, like, four stances, but... Right. Well, but, I mean, if, it, if, you know, a lot still... of them is, is kind of ironic. that They're essentially telling you not to hit either side of the coin. Right, and and it's because it's it's not meant to be black and white, right? Well, it's it's right. meant to warn you of the black and whites in the world of gray, if you ask me, right? Because you'll have the one like someone will feel unwelcome if you don't offer them a drink, right? I guessed back in the time because again that was part of it. But then right before that, let's cover the stains about being a good guest. You drink too much, you will lose your wisdom. So go ahead and have that cup and open up, relax, chill. You're welcome, but don't get drunk. And there are some stanzas that are coming up. One that I love is the greedy man often finds that the ale has ran out or has yet to be made. And yeah, I think that, that like right there, like hits it on the head of like, no, nah, greedy fucker. Like when I went to HRX this year, uh, this smite video game championship, right? Um, there was this one particular person that we never really chit chatted before loosely knew of him um you know we got along and we'll leave it at that we were acquaintances 
once he found out I had my little fucking vape pen, though, he's like, oh, fucking buddy, buddy. Now, this dude doesn't smoke, right? But when every time I was like, yeah, I'm going to go outside and smoke, right? And I'd always, i pull out my nicotine one, but I'm going to go out and hit my vape real quick, right? And like telling my group of friends, and then I'd, I'd be out there less than a minute, and then here would be this fucking dude out of nowhere coming up and coming and chat with me every time I went to go outside to smoke. It's like, hmm. <laughs> the first day or two, I, I, or the first day, I didn't have a problem sharing. No problem at all. You know, I'll go ahead, you know. He didn't plan on any of this. He didn't know I was going to be there. Like, it was just kind of one of them things, like, because I was all nonchalant about it. He's like, oh, hold up. What type of vape you got right there? Because, like, the smoke went towards him, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. No problem. I'll share. The second day, when when that continued, the ale had just ran out every time he showed up, you know? He, he showed up. I had just finished. I had already pocketed it, you know? <laughs> I'm I'm getting ready to head back in. What do you know? A coincidence all day long. Every time. <laughs> the ale was already it was already gone. Now, the third day, he sees me, right? He comes up and he's like, Hey man, I appreciate you, you know, letting me smoke on that uh, on uh Friday. Uh, if you want like me to grab you a margarita or something to like pay you back, like I'm getting ready to go grab one, I'll grab you one. I'm good on the margarita, no problem with all that. I'm getting ready to go hit my vape, you want to join? What What do you know? Just in time, the ale had just finished brewing, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. all it took, I didn't want the margarita, but... Motherfucker, at least give me a thank you. At least acknowledge, do something. Besides kind of just look and act like a vulture, right? Which, right. again, he did, he did offer something and all that. I think he kind of picked up on, like... Oop, I'm, I'm being that guy because he's, he's he's a rather decent folk right like I have no problems with him but I think we all can unintentionally start doing it right that's oh, why yeah. it's part of the Havamal to remind us not to I mean but that's yeah. one of the things right, right now like with, with us and not having our car and I have to get rides to work or take the bus the girl who uh, my coworker does give me a ride she doesn't live too far which is why I'll specifically ask her and I won't ask anybody else for a ride but it's it's that it's that fine line of like I don't want to be the douchebag who assumes, but I know that I can annoy her because like every day I'm asking her, you know, hey, can I catch a ride with you? Hey, can I catch a ride with you? But then it's, you know, I'm always telling her that I appreciate her when she does, and like when she gives me a ride in the morning, I you know I'll get in the car and I'll thank her and stuff. I've also given her a couple bottles of the mead that I've brewed. You know, yeah, it, so it's, it's those little things like that, honestly. Like, cause I mean, we, we, it's hard enough to budget as it is, you know, budgeting out money to give her, I mean, I'd love to give her gas money, but you know, at the same time, it's like, it's not something I can consistently do, unfortunately. So, but yeah, like, it just goes back to that, you know, and, give and a little even like, and, we, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll, we'll talk about the money aspect right here. Right. You know, giving gas money isn't necessarily feasible for you. Right. Or well, not, well, not even necessarily you. We'll just put it in another situation. Right. Uh, or another person, just insert whoever, you know, money's not always, you know, I can't always give you 10 bucks a week for gas, right? I can't, I'm sorry. I'd be like, I got kids, whatever reason, you just can't afford it. Hey, I'll buy you a Mountain Dew on Friday, though. That goes a long fucking way. It really does. 
buying someone a soda on Friday on your way to work when you stop at the gas station, like, so what if it fucking cost you $2? It will get you that $10 worth of fucking appreciation. It really does. Mm -hmm. Or like, hey, you know, I'll cover our drinks this morning. Or after work, like, you know, you stop at a gas station for a fucking piece of pizza or whatever the fuck or whatever, whatever, whenever, right? Just the little things do go so far. Like, I had a coworker that he was not out of my way to pick up at all. Like, literally, it just required me to stop. He was already on the way on the Like, I just had to pull into his driveway and then back out and continue my fucking journey, right? <laughs> but I did know he liked to be there a little earlier than I did. Like, quite a bit earlier than I did. And I told him, like, no, 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 I'm going to be there fucking 30 minutes early like you, you like to be. I'm there 10 minutes early. I smoke my cigarette. I head in with, like, two, three minutes before the fucking buzzer rings with my time, right? That's just how I am, how I was. I'm not showing up that fucking early. Uh, But I would just a little bit, you know, kind of met him in the middle a little bit. Literally, he just, on Friday, just, hey, I'm going to buy an energy drink, or I'm going to buy an energy drink, want one? Sure. And he kept trying to give me, like, gas money and shit like that. I'm like, nah, I don't need to, like... You literally aren't costing me any gas. Like, it's that's the thing. Like, I can't even try to ask for gas money. All you're costing me is a little bit of time and a little bit of inconvenience. And he's a friend, so it's like the, the inconvenience is almost canceled out by at least I got someone to chat with, you know. Because I did ride by myself most of the time. Yeah. Like, little things. They go a long, long ways. There was a... The last, I mean, last little thing I'll throw in there. It's funny that we bring this up because today I was listening. Um, there's a comedian and his wife who I listened to their podcast. Um, oh, name drop it. Let's hear it. I love podcasts. Uh, it's it's uh, Chris, the Christopher Titus podcast. So if you know the comedian Christopher Titus, sounds familiar. I want to say um, he's the one angry white dude comedian, but there's like three of them. Uh, See, yeah, there's the blonde one, the ginger one, and the bald one. <laughs> he would probably be the blonde one. The blonde one, okay. I don't. Uh, re- he had his own TV show back in the nineties. I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head. Like I said, uh, I just like. Right. I I am a I'm a big fan of his comedy. I love his comedy because his comedy is very much the you know. Back in my day, we didn't get a participation trophy, which is something that I I. I understand participation trophies. I do not like participation trophies. Don't even start um, on participation trophies because I have a fucking strong opinion about them. No matter of right. fact, you just did. It's too late. Right. So, but participation I mean, trophies. <laughs> participation trophies. Okay, listen here. Those were awarded to my generation and a little younger, right? Who asked for those motherfucking trophies? Was it me? No. I was just a little kid. I mean, maybe I whined because I didn't get something, but the adults in our lives were the ones who were supposed to be like, no, you lose sometimes. That's what happens. But they got a little upset that their little Jimmy John didn't get their fucking trophy this time, right? Because every one of our parents thought they had something fucking special in each one of us, not being able to realize that, hey, maybe we're just average, right? We can accept it. They couldn't. They made the fucking participation trophies and gave us shit about needing them. I was eight, bitch. Listen here. Okay. By the way, you know where my first, very first participation trophy came from? Very first. 
4H. 4H. Yeah, that little fucking yee-yee rednecky group. No, it's not actually yee I mean, it is kind of yee rednecky, but not like it's affiliated per se. But uh, How do you get a trophy with 4H? You get your ribbons. I got a participation ribbon. No. No. I agree with how they do it. No, no, no. I do, I do agree with how 4H does it because if I think it's at 6, if you're younger than 6, or 5 or younger, whatever it is, you get, you get awarded a... Because you ever hear the thing like blue, blue ribbon awarded, right? That's like the highest. Yeah. Like you got your red, white, and blue ribbons. The young kids in 4-H would get the rainbow ribbons. Right? Mm. And it's just like, here, you get a ribbon. It's a participation trophy. That's all it fucking was. It's a participation ribbon. Like, it really is. That's what it is. Now, they did it appropriately. They give it to so young, right? And then once you get old enough, well, it's time to start learning that you don't always win. Right. And only and, the winners get the trophies. You want a trophy? You got to win. That's how that goes. Right? I, it was not a hard lesson for me mm-hmm. to learn. I was able to make the fucking transition, right? But then somehow, when that concept gets applied to others, all of a sudden now there's a big fucking hissy fit about all these, uh, look at all these kids needing participation trophies. But there were a few times where they go extreme. I don't think 13-year-olds need participation trophies, per se. Although, you know what existed before participation trophies, which no one ever brings up? Consolation prizes! What's the difference? Right. What's the difference? What's the difference? Consolation prizes have been around for a while. We didn't invent that word in the last 20 years. Right. Not new. It's not new at all. Why is anyone talking about that? Did you guys just don't not have those in the 70s and 80s and that's what it is? Is that why you're so salty about that? Is this what it actually is? Like you never even got consolation prizes or participation trophy? Is that why you fucking snowflakes are so pissy? I'll go, I'll go off on this one. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I really sure. do hate this one. Like, There's a few but, things. Uh, circling, circling back to the comedian. So... um. I, I, he released. I don't know. Oh, I guess yeah, I'm not a comedian. Well, you are a comedian. You're funny to me, bro. Funny At least someone's me. laughing. Um. <laughs> so, uh, his new, his most recent special came out, and he has it out free on his. Um. I mean, he filmed it and did it, and they released it like a year ago. But now it's free on YouTube on his YouTube channel. So I was listening to that, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or on his special. I forget which. Um. But he brought up how, I think it was in the podcast, they brought up, um, like, the $20 appreciation. Or, or like, the, the $20 billionaire or something like that. And it's just the concept of, like, giving somebody either acknowledgement or just that, that little tip. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to give, you know, the, the service person working at a gas station working behind the counter, giving you a ride, bus driver, whoever it is, you don't have to give this person a super huge sum of money. It's just that you give them that appreciation or you give them that small little like extra, that small little tip that, you know, maybe it's a job that doesn't even allow tips or whatever, but you just give them that not oh, looking for anything. Started on tips. <laughs> well, no, but no, the, I was talking about the concept of the $20. It's, it's called the $20 either millionaire or billionaire and it's just giving that person appreciation because like the story they were talking about was how they were they came into the airport 
they went to the, get the rent a car. The dude was super stoked. Like the, there was a huge line at the airport. The like person. Are you retelling the story for the black. for all the listeners? Because I walked away. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not. I'm not retelling the story. But okay, um, I was like, because they don't want to hear it. I'll I'll just deal right. with not knowing, it and I'll, I'll I'm gonna edit. I'll I'll hear the story. Right. But, I can but roll with some punches is, too. I can also rain about the, tips because you brought those up, and I swear to God, right. they fucking frustrate me. Uh, <laughs> But basically, it's like, you know, they, they saw the guy behind the rent-a-car counter. Customer after customer was just giving them flack. And they got up there, and they were just like, dude, you've been holding it down. Because it was like the wee hours of the morning at, a, at a, one of the busiest airports in the country. And they would just they handed them a $20 bill. They ended up getting an upgrade on the rental car, even though that's not why they gave them the extra 20 bucks. They just gave him the 20 bucks to be like, hey, dude, you've been keeping your calm, dealing with some really shitty people in front of us you've gotten through them as fast as you can. We appreciate, you know, you doing it. Cause they said it was like a younger kid and, you know, they're just showing some appreciation to, to, the, to this kid's hard work. And that's, they've started talking about this $20 millionaire billionaire concept of just, just showing somebody gratitude. It doesn't have to be 20 bucks. You can just hand them a dollar or just simply thank them and acknowledge what they just had to deal with and just show them that appreciation. And that's the concept of this because I mean, that's really what you mean what, treating service workers like they're humans right as valid right that's 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 just so mind-blowing mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm. mind-blowing especially since i've worked the after church service <coughs> <coughs> oh, sorry something in my throat there You're that's right. fired i'm not even gonna be fucking i'm that one is intentional that is one of the worst fucking crowds that is oh, one I, of the worst, I, worst, most like hate-filled crowds. It actually is so ironic and crazy. Now, don't get me wrong. There it's are really funny plenty, that you say that, but... plenty of the sweet old ladies and sweet old gentlemen in that group. There are, there are. Oh, I'm sure. The 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 true, uh, kind of like um, our friends Zach and Larry over at at. Uh, to help my unbelief how they're actually kind and polite and not trying to shove stuff down our throats. And they're actually genuinely curious. I bet they would be one of those nice tables at an after-service crowd. I can imagine them being that way. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Because um, yeah, it, yeah. it's, I mean, it's funny you say that, because that's one of the things they talk about in their podcast, too, because they are both, uh, Chris Ritalis and his wife, they're both, you know, they're they don't like spew religion on their podcast because they mostly do it for like politics and comedy and stuff um but they talk about you know one of the things they bring up is is you know all these people claiming to be good christian people but then they turn around and they're shit heads to their waiters and waitresses and you know dumping on minorities and stuff like that so i think it's kind of funny that (laughs) kind of went in that tangent jesus wouldn't be pissed that his food came out a little cold. He'd ask for it to be warmed up more, please. Right. I'll just leave it at that. I think that sums up anybody who's worked in the kitchen. You already know that ain't how it goes. Jesus would tip his waiter. No, Jesus would do what I'm about to do and fucking go on a big rant about how tipping's a bunch of bullshit. Probably. It is. Pay your waiter. Pay your waiters. Pay your servers. Just pay your fucking servers. I'm a living wage. 
Like right, that's really what it should be. Yeah, no, most like, definitely. Because you know the whole thing, you're passing the burden off on me, anyways. Like, why do why do we got to do this song and dance? You're like, Ooh, but then my prices are gonna go up. I fucking have to pay the difference, anyways. You bitch. You expect me to put in ten percent of my fucking or, or ten to twenty percent of my fucking bill additional as a as a tip? How about you just pay the fucking servers? How about that? Right. The end result's the same. I'm still going to be the pay. The only difference is they can guarantee they're going to have a fucking paycheck at the end of the week. That's the only fucking difference. It, 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 honestly, part of the reason why tipping is there is so occasionally the customer can be like, fuck tipping. I'm just going to spend more, more profit for the business. Right? Right. Like, dude, the, all right, I'll send you a link on the tipping because there's a whole, like, tipping is a fucking stupid thing like oh yeah my, my if you get before, if you're in a job that you can get tipped and you end up getting tipped i think it's like a hundred bucks or something like that your your boss can technically say boom you're making tip wages for the week so let's say if you were a landscaper of sorts that operated with being able to get tips they could bump you down to fucking server pay mm. yeah and just and and not if I remember correctly, it's not just for... I think it's... If you did it for one day out of the week, they can do it for the whole fucking week. Even if you only got tipped for one day if you or is it a month. It's one or the other. Like, it's a stupid thing. Now, obviously, it doesn't happen very often. Right? And that's right. A, kind of a niche thing. But it is a possibility. I hate fucking tipping. The whole tipping system is stupid. Pay people. Pay people. Give them a job. Give them wages they can count on. Their time is worth I, X per hour. Right? Pay them. That's what I hate about sales jobs, too. Commissions? That commissions are such a fucking joke. Like, still pay them a wage, but give them a bonus at that point. Like, don't... Because I worked a commission job, and I yeah. hated it. Well, yeah, let me, let me rephrase that. Commissions are not a joke. Commissions are very valid. Good incentive to get people to sell things. Commission pay only is a fucking joke. Right. Yeah, because I, I worked, it was a, like a, not necessarily door-to-door sales, but we would get, we would come into the office, and then we would get basically sent out, and it was, you know, because we would send up mail flyers, and then we would go to these appointments that people would set up when they called in to claim their, their prize from the, the, the mailer, and then we would try to sell them the product. Um, it was vacuums. I regret it. Max did cut co. They're one of the ones where they're they're essentially commission only. Yeah, that's what our job was was because the vacuum was like two grand to buy, and it was really nice. It did a really good job. It was a pretty good product until I met a, a mechanical engineer who tore the product apart. Everything that they had taught us about the machine when I ran into my first mechanical engineer, it was the first. Mechanical engineer I ran into, and the last customer I ever went to, he was like, "Nope, this is not molded into the frame. This is outside the frame mold. This is not stainless steel like you're saying it is." And literally, I, I, when I was, I was being the weirdo that I am. I was like, "Really?" And then yeah, he was like going over it, and he was like showing me other stuff because the guy had tons of crap. Yeah, and then you know, he showed me this magnet test that you can do, and I was like, wow, okay. So I learned quite a bit, so 
You're like, wow, I learned more from this one customer, like completely tearing my sales pitch apart than I ever did. Right. Crazy. So yeah, I literally, and I, I had no service out there. So I had no way of calling my boss because you were supposed to call when we get there, call halfway through the sales pitch and then call at the end, all part of their strategy for haggling the pricing with the customer. Um, so I had no way to get a hold of them. So I was out of contact with my main office for like three hours. And then when I finally left there and drove and got service, I called and I was like, I'm on my way to the office. I'm dropping off this thing because I just ran into a mechanical engineer who just tore this product apart and showed me everything that's wrong with it. And we are literally feeding the customers dog shit. I can't do this anymore. And then he refused to pay me. Anyway. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. So I, we've 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 burned through most of the episode already, and we haven't we have. even gotten to today's topic. And well, I mean, we did start late. Big yeah, it's like we yeah. did. We did start a little late. Uh, so did we? Did we want to go back to terms and talk about about Lake Near? I, I think there's at least let's let's at least touch on the terms at which people are, right? Okay. Uh, so I was thinking we could talk. Uh, Gothi, Gidea, and Lake Near. Right. Okay. Unless there's another popular term you can think of that I'm missing. I guess those four would be like the big titles people like to place upon themselves. So, Gothi, Githia. Lake Near and Drengar. Yeah, because I mean, the only other term that would be titley but I haven't really seen people use it, at least in modern terms, would be like a Yalms Viking or a Vikinger. Which were yeah. just broad terms. Like a Yalms Viking was like somebody's like lieutenant, basically. Yeah, I'm like not entirely sure what that was. Uh from based from what I have looked into for it is a Yalms Viking was essentially just a trusted like they were part of the raiding crew, the viking crew and whoever the the captain of the crew was, he had his Yom's Vikings. Those were the people who would take charge if something happened to him. Whoever was leading that crew. Okay. Supposedly. And then a viking would just I've be I've heard the term. I just I just haven't Yeah. That that is my understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's probably a little bit more to it than that, but that is my understanding of it. So, Lake Near. Uh, hold up. I give car. I just heard a loud bang. Hopefully, no one died in the other room. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say I need to go shut my door because it's loud. Got my. I do apologize now, Fro. My mic has been picking stuff up, but there I don't hear anything that my mic could be picking up. So I don't know what. If you hear weird noises on my end when you go to edit this, I apologize now. Well, I say edit because we, we don't actually do any audio editing at the moment until we get you a better mic. Uh, it's essentially I just throw a noise reduction on it all. That's fair. Yeah, that'll probably clean up whatever this is because I'm, it I'm audibly not. It actually doesn't do the best because we it noise reduces both of us together mm. honestly we just there's much better ways we could do this but it's kind of pointless until we get you a better mic fair 
Because uh, I kind of brought it up before. Your Discord quality with that mic is much better than your raw audio quality. And then we put your raw mic versus my mic. It just doesn't sound right. Fair. Very fair. Uh, but anyway, so oh, a lake near. Term lake near. A medical practitioner. Or here's another one. A leech or a physician. So I'm assuming it's probably a leech physician at some point. Or might have used leeches. Yeah, well, that's what I meant by that. Uh, Goddamn. Yeah, that, that one's... It's really all they got for that one. I was kind of looking at my like, hold up, is there any other, like, no, other, it's, but it's that, that one is one. just, I think we, we're pretty well agreed on this one, aren't we? Yep. So, so yeah, our, our good buddy who's in, in our little thoughts and behind the scenes things, if you will, for the podcast, Lake Near, well, in here, he's Lake Near Dreng, but... I think in the other one he's like near Dringer. Yeah, which is just physician warrior. Which is very fitting for him because isn't he ex uh Yeah, he's he's former military former military ex uh EMS. Yeah. So Yeah, very very fitting for him. So, thank you Lake near. We appreciate you. That we do. That we do. I will say, uh, he doesn't do a hell of a lot to help us behind the scenes besides get conversations going. And that in its own right is very helpful. Right. Like, uh, for I, instance, I, we I posted, I posted the, the tarot, right? But I didn't, I forgot to put like, hey, what, what what's the actual goal of our, the tarot? I just put like, hey, you want to talk about tarot this week? And then Beard's like, yeah. And then Lake Near came and he's like, yeah, but what are you talking about tarot about? Is this going to be a multi-part series? Because if it's saying a multi-part series, like, you guys aren't doing it right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, okay, you're, you're right. Let me write down what exactly I meant. And there's, like, little things like that. He does help out. Him and Lantern. We got our, oh, yeah. my buddy, our buddy Lantern, Lantern 25 Green, starting to, I need to give him upload permissions, but start uploading shorts for us, because he's going to start uploading shorts, so we get some of those. Which will be nice. nice. Uh, it's just a lot for me to do. Right? Unless Beard wants to take over some of it. <clears throat> I need but, to. Yeah, I mean, I it'd be helpful. It'd be helpful. I, I already have a lot on my plate. Uh, so, yeah, he helps out a lot as well. Or at least he's starting to. And he's also with the podcast. Or in the our little Discord. Yep. Not our Discord that's, like, open for everyone to join. This is, like, our our literal podcast discord for podcasting yeah or note taking but if you want to join the other pod the other discord in which you can talk to us at any point in time you want there should be a link below and that is just our great lakes pagans discord yep yep, yep. which we have a, we have a fair amount of people in there. 71 people in my facebook group now good lord i'm still at nine so you're you're sitting on that double digit, man. You just you also haven't been doing much of a push in it. This is fair. This is fair. Um, well, I, I say that I don't know how you're doing locally. You got to remember, like I, 
because of my job, I was able to like really crank through a meeting a lot of people, which helps. Right. Uh, and religion isn't exactly something that's a welcome topic at my job. It's too sensitive of a topic. It is at most jobs, but that's a company start off. Would you mind if I asked you? Which is you said fair. Yes. Well, I, I asked, do you mind if I asked you? And they said, I could ask. They say, no. Okay. Conversation done. Right. Cause I mean, I've brought up because we have like my, my bank job is very big on diversity. Um, so I talked I've had it was actually the only conversation I've had with the bigwig boss, our new bigwig boss, who I'm not very fond of at this point. Um, and I brought it up to him. I was like, you know, and I'm not talking to like, and I told him, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not asking for like the workplace to have religious things, but like, why don't we have diversity groups? Because it is, you know, religion is a cultural thing. Like, you know, because like we we have you know we have the like the Asian like this month is Asian Appreciation Month, Asian month? American. Uh, in what's the I Pacific Pacific Islander or in not indigenous Pacific Islander API Pacific API yeah. yep yeah, Asian yeah. American Pacific um, Islander appreciate yeah something like that, um, because like one of the things that pops up for that is um, like they did an article a couple weeks ago and it was about a Japanese uh, a Japanese employee who though he's altered the tradition since he's moved from Japan is partaking in a Shinto ritual and they had a big article on it and I'm like so that's okay but I can't have a Pagan group for a diversity council like that doesn't. I don't. I don't want to bring up too much where I work, right? Right. But my job straight up uses Viking and Norse shit as window dressing. Like we have a room that's like we have rooms named after different gods, like. Our, our mascots a Viking. Like, it, it's just like Viking. Like, we're called the Vikings. I like, there's longboats all over the place. There's, like, we have a town hall meeting coming up, right? For a big, like, factory-wide thing. I'm so tempted to be like, yo. Could we at least, like, acknowledge some of your pagan employees then? <laughs> Because like right. Christmas time, there's Christmas trees up, right? And I'm I'm fucking gonna do it this year, but it's like, where's our Yule goat? Should bring in a Yule where, log. Where, where's our Yule goat? Where is it? Like we can have Christmas trees up. We have things up about like um, what is that Jewish holiday that just passed? Passover. Der. We had one about <laughs> Passover, right? We've had things posted up about when Ramadan is, like, signs hanging up, you know, everyone celebrating Ramadan this month, you know, have a good time, or bless be, or congratulations and stuff like that, or whatever. 
I don't remember the exact wording of what it, but it was something along that lines. It's like, eh, could we get a goat? <laughs> like, I'm not asking for much. I'm just, could we get a goat? So yeah, this year but, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to push for a evil goat. It's it's the same in my office. Like they don't do too much around the holidays, at least not since COVID's been around. Beforehand, they used to do, you know, it would it wasn't Christmas, but it was like the holiday season. They would do stuff where it was like Happy Holidays and you know Thanksgiving and all that jazz. So it's like you know that stuff was present. I mean, at our facility, they really waxed because um, our they're remodeling our place finally because it's just gone to. Hell in a handbasket, but it's a different story. But yeah, I mean, but that, that's the same thing. It's like you know, when it when it comes to like the different holidays and stuff, like on our inner office website thing that you when you first pull up your web browser in the morning to log into your stuff, you know, during the different holidays, it's you know, oh Easter's coming up. Here's some fun stuff about Easter, or here's you know. Here's for Hanukkah. Here's they had a thing for Passover. They have stuff for that, but you know they don't acknowledge. When's the equinox? Right, like they didn't. When's they didn't the solstice? That stuff. So, and, and, but at the same time, I don't want to be. I don't want to be kind of going back to where we kind of started with the whole beard exemption thing. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, but the, I don't okay, that guy here, here's the there. difference, though. Here's the difference, though, right between you and I. I know you don't want to be that guy. I know at least twenty different motherfuckers that are pagan that work there. Now, some are some are Wiccan. I've met a lot of fucking heathens, though. And the thing is, I don't. I don't know for sure because I don't know night shift. I don't know the weekend shift. Right. Mm-hmm. All the people I do know that work there. I have met more pagans than I have Muslims there. But we still have... All, and I, I don't want to... I'm not trying to be that guy. They get it. I, I'm not trying to take it away from them. In addition to them getting theirs, why can't we get the goat? Like, again, that's all I want, right? right. Now, I do also understand that my area does not represent the rest of the country. It's a, it's, Which it's is a fair. bigger corporation, so... Now I, I if will. If we talk corporate wide, like nationwide, I then we are definitely not as many pagans as Muslim, by far, by far, right? I get that, but right. in my location, right? When they're using Vikings as as window dressing, right? I could could we at least because we also have like part of the stuff when I say they're putting posters and flyers up that's like they have those little sheets that they put on like lunch tables and they swap them out every other week you know what I mean we got like some TVs on the walls that like well you know mention that this month is Asian American Pacific Islander uh, Heritage Month right on the same on those same ones like on that same slide they'll post different things or like you know October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Like, on all those, like, can we just get one slide that, like, hey, you know, the uh, equinox was was April 23rd. The the, the solstice is going to be June, what is it, 21st this year. You know what I mean? A lot, of, a lot of pagans used to celebrate this day. It's the longest day of the year. Lighting fires. No, I, I don't know. Like, it ain't got to be much. But yeah, in like, the end, the only thing I actually melting, want happy. is, like, could I just get that fucking goat? I really want that Yule goat. I really want the Yule goat. 
that that is my dude anyways before i completely space this happy birthday fro oh yeah thank you thank you thank you i i i will admit i almost forgot almost forgot that it was your birthday but then it dawned on me i didn't forget yours last week i know that's not true i didn't know it was your birthday beard it's when you, but now I won't forget that it's your birthday, because I'm like, no, oh, we are literally we are literally a week, a week apart, apart from each other. So, yep. My dad's um, two weeks from now. My dad's birthday is always remember. remember. It's like boom, two weeks. Um, but yeah, so uh, we haven't even gotten to. Well, I guess we we can go over two more title words. Well, they're essentially the masculine and feminine are the same thing, so. Right, but we didn't even get to the topic that we originally intended to do, which was different than the topic that we had originally chosen. Well, I mean, we we settled on like doing some words, some titles, right? Right, which I think was originally what we were set on planning on doing in the first place. Was well, no, this was this was going to be an Odin episode. Well, okay, we way back when we had okay. You're right. You're right. A couple weeks yeah, we, ago, we, came full we mentioned today. we did we did actually come full circle. Now that you mentioned that, we did mention doing a vocab episode. We're like, no, we need to like hammer really some of these out. things out, get it hashed yeah. out before we do that. Let's really get that hashed out. So we decided against that and we're like, all right, we're, let's do an Odin episode, right? But then I remembered literally yesterday, I think, yeah, yesterday. I'm like, shit, on Wednesday. In the Discord, we're gonna try to have a we're gonna try to have like a little tarot get together, like a little group. We're we're gonna get together to talk tarot. So I'm like, hey, let's actually do a tarot episode so you and I can watch some videos, do some researching, like read some shit up before Wednesday, so we have it all fresh in our mind, right? And then we can talk about it on the podcast today. Let's do that. And Beard's like, yeah, yeah, sounds great, sounds great. You you can see how that I literally like. Five minutes in, went fuck tarot. How about we talk about Dranger? <laughs> well, we were talking about everything else, and then we got on the topic of Dranger after all of the rants, and then it, yeah, it's just evolved from there. So, Gothi, is this the second Dranger? Yeah, Gothi, <laughs> Gothi, and Gifia. Or, or, so I, I can't Gothi, say it very well. Ancient time Gothi was a political and social position, right? Along with a religious position. But it could be, like, passed around or purchased, even. Now, like, you would also inherit it, too. Or, or you could inherit it, right? Like, you would inherit a house, or you could buy a house. Same thing. Like, it was it was a thing you could buy. A title you could buy. Um, That's in old terms. And they were the religious leaders, the ones who led a lot of the rituals. Uh, also paid for a lot of the rituals and everything there, too. But a lot of that had to do with, like, more about you were boasting, and then if you paid, other people kind of also brought gifts for you for hosting. And there was this whole... The, the whole culture was set up around that, right? It was meant to be right. like that. And a lot, a lot of it was, like, you were the, and own, the landowner. Like, majority landowner a lot of times. That's why you were the richest. That's why you were the Gothi. Not always, but often. Modern times, we exclusively use it as someone who leads rituals or is some sort of pagan, heathen, true priest or priestess. Priest X. I'm a big fan of the priest X. Just because it's like male or female, whatever we want to be. 
Right. Um, now, Gofi now, is the male version of this term, or the Gifia, Gifa, Gifia. Gifia is the go feminine. Go, can you go Gi? Female. Gi? Gi? Thea. Thea. Githia. Githia. There you go. I don't know why I'm having such trouble with that word. It's because you want to do it all, like, you, you, your brain has a trouble, like, where where is the second syllable? Is it just one? And it's it's that, that's, because it's right there, it's real quick, real short. Githia. Fair. You're expecting it to be further in the word, but it's just right there. Githia. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just the feminine version, and it's it's a modern word. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but I'm ninety fucking five percent sure it was just a modernized yeah, modern term. Um, it's just a female female religious leader. Um, yeah, I don't, now, I don't really got much on that one. The topsy turvy that I've seen with using the title Gofi is I don't I I've seen people bring it up. I don't know. I've never seen anybody cite the reference and I have not been able to personally find the reference either. But I also haven't done a deep dive to try and find the reference. The term Gofi is though it was something that you could purchase, something that you could inherit, in terms of modern times, a lot of people get up in arms when someone gives themselves the title because they like to reference it as a title that is given, not a title that is taken. Well, yeah, but it also used to be a title that was purchased. So Right, and that, and that's where I don't know where the reference or where the disconnect occurred, where that became the thing for it. I personally, even though by technicality, because I lead the ritual, I'm teaching the ritual, I'm teaching the things about being Norse pagan with my kids. Hey, you're, you're your theory, own house gothi. Yeah, I would be my household's gothi. I will never refer to myself as that, though. But that's just me personally. That is my personal feeling. If someone wants to call me a gothi when I do that, by all means. But I haven't covered that with my children. I'm not that far with my children yet. Uh, see, I would and, refer you to you as your house gothi. I think yeah, it's, and that's, that's a very fair. That's like, I, I think outside. if you were to identify, like, I don't think there'd be a problem if someone's like, if you were to ask, if someone asked you, like, have you ever lit, lit a ritual or anything? You're like, they'd be like, no, nothing besides being my own house gothi. Like, I think that would be an appropriate response, but yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, now, let me let me come as someone who has now led my second public ritual. Uh, by the way, it was a fucking blast last weekend. It was great. I, I, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of the pictures. It looks like you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did dancing around the maypole. Oh, by the way, I got to bring this up. The lighting of the ash jars was super fucking cool because we... She ended up using, I think it was colored napkins, and, and she put red, orange, and yellow napkins in there and made it look like an actual little fire in the jar out of the napkins. Nice. When we lit them, I uh, ended up being a little too windy to try to get the flame from a stick to put it in the thing, right? Especially with, you know, 
a lot of the kids were like, man, let me fucking burn something. So it's like, yeah, well, yeah, you know, the kids want to do this, but it's still fire and rather windy. So let's, we right. end up just using lighters, right? It was the symbolism. And it's funny because I even said in modern times, we can't do the ritual like they used to. <laughs> and so as we're trying to do it, I'm like, well, <laughs> it is modern times and changes are needed. Here's a lighter. Uh, yeah, so we lit it, right? But because it was in the jar, but windy, but not super windy, but enough. Flames would like light, it would fill up with smoke, but the wind would like blow out some of the smoke and it would like extinguish itself and then reignite. And it like did that a few times in the jar. It was kind of cool. That and then my buddy awesome. did a impromptu maypole. Like I didn't know he was going to make a maypole. And then I show up and there's fucking maypole. I'm like, that's kind of cool. And we end up, we, we tried to dance around it. We did it all wrong, but it was still a blast. The kids had fun. Uh, kids got super involved with it this time. Uh, the, my cousin's kid who rang the bell last time uh, was a little bummed he didn't get to ring it this time because we had uh, uh-huh. this sweet, sweet little, like, I think she was like two or three-year-old girl that wanted to do it. So she was doing the bell ringing for us. Super cute. Uh, but he ended up doing the casting of the circle with us when we're like, here's a knife walking a circle around us. He's like, knife, I got this. It's like, all right, there you go. <laughs> we got you, boy. We got you. So it was cool that they all got excited. And everyone was excited to do their little poem, and the sumble was really home. But the whole thing was good. It was a huge success, in my opinion. Um, honestly, the only thing that could have gone a little better is and my buddy aren't necessarily the best at planning and timing. We could have probably maybe got it the food going a little faster but we were kind of waiting on people because we had a whole bunch of people saying that they were coming like 15 different people mm-hmm. saying that they were going to come and like five more saying maybe it ended up just being like the same crew that came last time but <laughs> whatever so but we ended up waiting blah 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 it got kind of cold while we were waiting to light the fire because he also didn't have a bunch of firewood either so we didn't want to burn it all up before the ritual so we were just kind of caught in this little in between area and it got a little chilly but but, you know, that happens. I mean, you you were trying to, you know, account for everybody and, you know. Yep, yep. But anyways, so now as someone who has, I've led a few house rituals and now two public rituals. Am I a gothi? I I would say by technicality, yes. I, I would say that you would be considered a Gothi. You are Gothi Fro Double G. Like, but am I? Like, because I get, I mean, I'm rather inexperienced. I've only been Listen. in it like a year or so. I mean, over a year. I can say over a year at this point now. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, it it's... But I'm doing it. You're doing it. I'm doing it. The people, the people around you are looking to you because you are the one who is trying to organize it. So it only makes sense that yes, you're trying to organize it. So then, by default, you're going to be expected oh, to yeah. beat it. And it they're they're listening and, to the things I I don't necessarily write everything. I did pull some excerpts from online and all that, but they're the piece I constructed together, put together, and some of I mean, some of it actually was a decent amount of my writing this time. So, I mean, oh, I'm calling that very one because, like, I, no one has called me it yet, right? Right. But I, I am like, someone might, and I don't know how I feel about that. 
What am, what am I gonna do when Bodvar is like, oh, we got fucking Gothi Fro over here, and I'm like, huh? What? What, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> I guess, yeah, but... But, I mean, again, you, you, you've done it from, you know, as opposed to just being with your family like it is for me, you've done it now twice. You know, let, at, uh, let me, you let know, me throw the next on. time you have a ritual, people are probably going to yet again look to you, Fro, to leave the ritual, unless somebody pipes up and says that they want to do it. Uh, next default, time, I'm, I'm going to ask my buddy if he wants to lead, and I'll back him up, because he backed me up and did the hammer warding, and, like, like basically an assistant helped out a lot and backed me up. Uh, I'm going to trade with him next time if he wants, and be like, hey, I'm watch you lead this one. If he wants. I mean, if he, if he doesn't, I'll do it again. Like, I ain't got no problem. I think that's kind of part of it. Like, I ain't got no problem. I'll fucking do it, right? If I want right. it to happen, I'll do it. So. Um, I think that's what a lot of it's going to come down to, is that, you know, it, it comes down to people's comfort level. It comes down to how they feel about it. And, I mean, it it's a bad reference, but it's it's that... You know, if you want, you know, it's not necessarily that if you're going to build it, then they're going to come. But if if you really want it to happen and you really want the ritual to go down, the only way to make sure that happens is if you simply lead it. And that's going to make you the Gothi. And that's, I don't know, aside from like counseling and some of the other stuff that comes with being a Gothi, which you may or may not be hear ready me, for. Hear me out, my opinion. You shouldn't be going to your religious person, leader, for counseling outside of spiritual counseling. Right. Uh, okay, but yeah. I'm assuming that's what you meant. But if you yes. didn't, I find it weird. I know a lot of Christians I mean, are like, ooh, go talk to your priest yeah. to get some marriage counseling. I'm like, how about go to a marriage counselor? Well, to be fair... They give no loose light training, and most of it's not even fucking accurate because a lot of it's just like, what does Jesus say? Right. Now, there are some priests out there, depending on the kind of church there it are. is, that there I know do that in order to provide, yeah, to provide that service. They have to go through the training and have a certification that allows them to be a marriage counselor. But that depends on their own institute requiring that, right? It's not like... Correct a mandated regulated law by any means correct yeah i, I will say to, to throw one last little layer of complication for me on there is i am through the universal life church a technical registered and ordained reverend but because you can <laughs> they, they they cover multiple religions and all that and they can go through and what title would you prefer I'm there, I am gothy for the representation, right? Because I'm like, well, well, I'm doing this for so if I ever have to do a heathen wedding, heathen anything or pagan anything, right? Right. But for the representation on the website, I didn't want to be just another reverend, right? Because I'm not, I'm not a Christian. Right. So I changed them. Gothy. So it's like, eh. <sighs> But at this it's, point, it's, it's in the it. weird one where I don't want to call myself that. It, but it's like, yeah, I kind of guy. I guess you, you, yeah, you. Because honestly, now, Fro, I mean, at this point, uh, uh, barring your friend actually wanting to do it because you're going to ask him to do it, 
I would say that more than likely, at this point, third time's a charm, everyone's just going to expect you to leave the ritual. I mean, they kind of expected me to do it this time around, too. Right. Because they just kind of... I I didn't really mention Beltane or anything. I mean, at the end of the last one, we mentioned, like, are we going to do another one? But then someone's like, hey, are you planning something for Beltane? So it's like, okay, well... Okay. Well, they said, are we, but when I get tagged, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Anyways, uh... We're not really, we didn't really teach much this episode. We, we went over this a couple weeks ago. We're, we're kind of over that, like, teaching thing. Cause we're getting back to our roots more, like, conversations between two pagans. With, yeah. like, well, with I, a topic I mean, and trying to teach a little bit. Inform more than teach. We'll go with inform. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say, we're having, we don't really teach anything. We just kind of lay out what we know. Occasionally we'll lay out some facts a little bit here and there. I've, I've, I've tried to put out some more facts more recently. If you've noticed in the last couple of episodes, I've tried to be a little more technical with certain things. And I do love um, that you, your notes have been way more on point. Mm-hmm. And mine haven't been. Mine have just been utter lax or non-existent. Yeah, we, we've 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 swapped in the note department. To be Which fair, is fine. The uh, for the tarot, I was you posted the wiki, and we were really just going to do a real loose overview. So I was like, well, that kind of got us covered. It's, it's kind of been one of the ones where, like, yeah, we also just really kind of haven't needed much of any. Like, what notes are we going to put for fucking Scotty? Loki tied his balls to a goat? Like, okay, cool, we got that. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm posting up those things because they're, they're quick, easy references. They're pretty easy to skim through. I mean, that's all, that's know. all the tarot was going to be was a skim, so. Yeah. Well, I next week, we'll, gonna... we, we <laughs> might do tarot, or we might be on the Odin, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point? Honestly, we we'll change our mind mid episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know it's getting that time. It's past that time. We started late. Yeah. We gotta go. Yep, Bye, yep, everybody. Yep. Bye. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Two Pagans in a Pod podcast. We thank you so, so much for listening. And if you really enjoyed our content and you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, be sure to leave us a like, follow, or subscribe on whatever media of of viewing or listening that you've uh, been enjoying this episode on. Additionally, you can always check out a lot of our other content, such as the Modern Norse Library that Fro does here on YouTube, or you can even check out our UPG sharing episodes, which can be found on all medium spectrums that we post on. Additionally, don't forget we always have that segment where we like to share pagan artwork, so be sure to drop us a line via via email or maybe even contact us on Twitter and share with us your art, maybe a poem, or any other kind of medium that you would uh, enjoy us sharing on our podcast, and we'll be sure to get it on the next episode of Two Pagans and a Pod podcast. Thank you guys again so much, and we'll catch you next time.